Word of God is the bread of life. Today I share with you The Purpose in Suffering, written by Sheridan Voicy and published in Our Daily Bread, the devotional publication. Perspectives shared by me are not those of Our Daily Bread, but those of Addie Banks. A Purpose in Suffering I am angry with you and your two friends because you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has, Job 42, 7. So what you're saying is, it is not my fault. The woman's words took me by surprise. Having been a guest speaker at her church, we were now discussing what I'd shared that morning. Quote, I have a chronic illness, she explained, and I have prayed, fasted, confessed my sins, and done everything else I was told to do to be healed. But I'm still sick, so I thought I was the blame, end quote. I felt sad at the woman's confession. Having been given a spiritual formula to fix her problem, she had blamed herself when the formula hadn't worked. Even worse, this formulatic approach to suffering was disproved generations ago. Simply put, this old formula says that if you're suffering, you must have sinned. When Job tragically lost his livestock, children, and health, his friends used the formula on him. Who, being innocent, has ever perished? Eliphaz said, suspecting Job's guilt, Bildad even told Job that his children only died because they had sinned. Ignorant of the real cause of Job's calamities, they tormented him with simplistic reasons for his pain, later receiving God's rebuke. Suffering is a part of living in a fallen world. Like Job, it can happen for reasons we may never know. But God has a purpose for you that goes beyond the pain you endure. Don't get discouraged by falling for simplistic formulas. I have sinned, confessed Jimmy Swagger tearfully. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. Look what happened to those Jews in Germany, those colonized in the Americas, Africa, India, and every corner of the world the enslaved then and now. What did these people do to bring on their oppression? The old formula says they sinned. How to fix it? Live right, pray for change, and receive relief if you're worthy. It is ludicrous to apply the old formula to entire groups of people. Yet this seemingly automatic justification is often used to point to individuals or ethnic groups today. The homeless, the poor, low riders on the racial wealth gap, parents of failing students. They, they, they applied this formula. Applied without sparing. Also, they point to those within that same ethnic group who have overcome and succeeded. See, they could do it. 
This allows a guilt-free out for they. Look how this other ethnic group is doing. My four parents went through hardships too. Must be their lacks causing this and of course, sin. But as with Job's friends, pointing to the formula for their losses, they angered the Lord by not telling the truth about God, by not speaking things that are right, as Job has. The later reading of Job 42 is instructive. Verse 42, 8. Therefore, take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering, and my servant Job shall pray for you, for him will I accept, lest I deal with you after your folly, in that ye have not spoken of me the thing which is right, like my servant Job. Through Job, their sins were atoned. But Job's action on their behalf blasted forth his abundance, restoration, and answered promises. The people welcomed Job back into their fold. They broke bread with him and gave him a piece of money. I always wondered why older black people would say, here's a little piece of money. Now I know. They read Job. God not only restored, but he repaired, as in reparations, as due to Job. God opened the door to astounding physical blessings, thousands of livestock, many children, long life. I noted that Job willed an inheritance to his daughters as well as his sons. The lessons of Job are numerous. Outcomes result from multiple occurrences, some we think we have some control over, but all allowed by God for God's purposes. As Job confessed, he acknowledged, who am I to understand without knowledge? Verses 5 and 6, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Wherefore I adhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. We cannot know the mind of God or the purpose. What we must do is trust God. Now that is the winning formula.